Sit back, fasten your cosmic seatbelt and take the Tartan rocket to Planet Pipe. I'm Laura McDougall, you're listening to the Planet Pipe Podcast. Check out the Piping Centre, they are our sponsors, www.thepipingcentre.co.uk for lots of great deals, news and events from the Piping Centre. And we have got a great podcast for you this week, even if I do say so myself. We've got some music from Bagad playing a Coldplay number, which is very interesting, but a stunning arrangement of it. We've also got music from the bass player Duncan Lyle, who's just released his own CD. Uh, Duncan's a very well-known bass player in the Scottish music scene. He's playing a lot of piping CDs, but this is his own project, and it features the piping of Ali Hutton. We've also got an interview with R.S. MacDonald about his music and his piping career. And Roddy has brought us a very special track as well, which um, you should really be looking forward to hearing. It's a track that features Gordon Duncan and himself, and it's a complete exclusive to Planet Pipe. It's never before been heard. We've also got music from Gordon Duncan himself and the Bockhall and Bathgate Caledonia Pipe Band. But that's all to come. Like I said, let's get things started with a bag ad playing a song by Coldplay. Uh, the song is called Every Teardrop is a Waterfall, and please... Let me know if I've pronounced this wrong by email. You can email me studio at planetpipe.com. The band in question are Le Bagad de Lanbihui. This is Every Teardrop is a Waterfall.
was Every Teardrop is a Waterfall. Well, I am joined down the line now by Roddy Aris McDonald, who is sitting in Brisbane, Australia, where I think the weather is quite different than it is here in Caradale, Scotland, isn't it? It is indeed. Well, good morning from uh, well, Wellington Point, actually. It was about half an hour south of Brisbane on the coast. It's a beautiful sunny morning here. Sun's not long up, birds are singing, <laughs> koalas in the trees and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> um, yet, so. Well, we can see why you're not living in Scotland anymore anyway. Um, but you are Scottish, you, you, you do come from Scotland and from... That's what happened in Inverness. In Inverness, yeah, from a, a, a long line of piping in your family. Could you tell us a bit about uh, your McDonald's? Well, my father, of course, is Willie McDonald Bimbecula, Um and he was a... a gold medalist with an organ in Inverness and um, he, former piper in the Highland Light Infantry as was my grandfather Donald McDonald he was a piper in the Highland Light Infantry also in fact I didn't I had a little bit of a surprise the other day I was given a, a copy of a program from the 1933 Argyllshire Gathering and uh, I had no idea my, fa- my grandfather had competed Certainly, um, don't think he competed very often, but uh, spotted his name in the program for the March to Spain Reel. So, there's a bit of a um, bit of a history lesson for me. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. A bit of a blast from the past, indeed. So, really, nowadays, I I think most pipers would recognise your name from tunes. Uh, you've written certainly over 50 tunes that, that are now in the common piping repertoire, both in solo pipes um, and in folk bands and pipe bands. Um, tell us a bit about your composing. When when did you discover that you, you did have an act to, to write in such strong melodies? Well, I've been writing um, since I was a teenager, and that's a very long time ago, I can tell you, Lord. <laughs> and um, got my first break, really, with Rob Wallace, who's the, um, of course, principal at the College of Piping, he was the first one to record one of my um, compositions on an album called Chances of Fine Thing, a tune I wrote for Tom Spears called Abercairney Tom. Mm -hmm. And the first band break, I suppose, would be Bog Hall and Bathgate. Now, I can't remember how long ago it was when they uh, brought out their... their, um, long playing record as it was in those days and it was called uh, Rubik Rubik's Cube the title track I wrote and I understand that they played it at their anniversary concert last year so mm-hmm. looking forward to hearing the uh, updated version when they get the recording yeah great well I think we're going to dig out that track from that LP just now this is the Boggle and Bathgate Caledonia Pipe Band with the Rubik's Cube
That was the Ball Colin Bathgate Caledonia Pipe Band with the Rubik's Cube, and that tune was composed by my guest this week, Roddy R.S. McDonald. Now, the band that you're most associated with has been the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. They played a lot of your tunes, and um, the likes of Gordon Duncan played a lot of his tunes, a lot of your tunes as well. Um, can you tell us how your involvement there started? Well, Lorne, Ian Duncan, the former pipe major of the band, who's who's now back at the Vale, uh, him and I have been lifelong friends. He's my closest uh, confidant and sort of piping buddy. And we've always had a very similar taste in uh, our music. And the times with the Vale in the, back in the sort of 80s and 90s were very, very exciting times writing stuff that probably no one else would dare play. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the, uh, the, uh, the whole thing with The Veil was just great in these days. All these young guys, and it was a very, very young band. They were very innovative. They had a massive uh, repertoire, were willing to give uh, anything a go, pretty much, within reason. And it was a great outlet for me. And through Ian... I met Gordon, of course. When I met Gordon at first, he was, oh, maybe 11 or 12 years old. Right. Um, Ian and Ian Duncan, myself, the guy who was at uni with him was a good player called Jim Mingus, and then athlete, Crookshanks was his name. Right. We, about 1976, uh, Ian's father, Jock Duncan, who many of your listeners will know, mm-hmm. the famous Bothy singer, right. he had a dormobile van, and we went round the Highland Games for a month in this sort of sleeping rough, and only one money, we get the odd bed and breakfast, and mm-hmm. that was my first uh, taste of hearing Gordon, who wasn't uh, really, uh, he wasn't, prolific at that point. He was he was a little young. Of course, uh, but the storm that was to come from Gordon, uh, none of us really could predict. He's, uh, he, he's been such a, you know, his music such a major influence on the scene, yeah. uh, you know, over the last few years, as I'm sure you'll agree. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, so, You've given us something really special to play on on this week's podcast, uh, a bit of an exclusive, something that you've dug up from your own archives. Tell us about that track that we're just about to play. Well, 17 years ago, I was in Kobe in uh, western Japan when the uh, great Hanshin uh, earthquake hit. And uh, it's a pretty traumatic experience with um, great loss of life and severe damage to property and infrastructure as you you may remember and um, I decided to I was missing about and I wrote this piece while I was there and uh, developed a little further when I got back to London at that stage um, where I was living and it's simply called Kobe and I recorded it in I can't remember exactly where it was done, but I think it was Butterstone Doogie McLean Studios in Dunkeld. Mm-hmm. And on this track, it's unreleased. It's a private track. Uh, myself on practice gender, uh, Jamie McLean, uh, Doogie's son on percussion, and Gordon Duncan on whistle. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let's hear that track now.
So we were speaking earlier on about uh, composition techniques and how everybody seems to have uh, their own wee special ways that that they, they they come up with inspiration for tunes. What's yours? Have you got any any wee hints or anything like that that you could give us on good ways of getting good melodies out of you? Yeah, I have a really scientific and academic approach to composition. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, I sometimes uh, get my practice gender out and. Uh, while I'm just playing some other stuff, I come up with a new melody line. I don't really have any uh, sort of set way of doing it. I can go for a long, long time, for years without writing. So it literally does just come out off you when, when you don't expect it? Pretty much. Right. I mean, I suppose the way I would explain it to anyone else is that uh, it's not a piper. I, I write melodic or rhythmic lines. That's right. pretty much it. Uh, I don't write arrangements. I don't have that sort of uh, educational background for doing scores and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. which can be frustrating at times. Or, or an uh, advantage. Yeah. Uh, well, that's yeah. possible. I've, al- I've always thought when I've been trying to write tunes that, that if they sound good on the on the cheapest, most worst electronic toy keyboard then that's a successful tune it's all very easy to, to find an average tune and then give it a an accompaniment to to strengthen it but it's still it's still not it's still not a good way of figuring out if it's a decent tune or not mm. i think my influences in composing haven't really been from piping well all the time i spent in london we have to remember that was way before the uh, revolution of the internet and and uh, you know the availability to listen to programs like this uh-huh. uh, and to listen to other people playing. I was pretty much starved of that then, unless I went to Scotland, which actually wasn't very often because I was so busy. So um, I suppose I completely developed my own style without any in, outside uh, influence or piping influence. You know, that's, that's interesting because I, I, yeah. I remember Mark Saul saying something similar um again about australia and how how i think a lot of people these days are looking at the likes of of gordon duncan and yourself and trying to think well how how can i come up with tunes like that whereas in your time you didn't have anything to look at you were just looking inwardly indeed and as i said there can be there can be long periods where i don't write anything Mm -hmm. Uh, recently i've had a a little bit of a, a splurge. I've been uh, very active in the last sort of two months or so. Two to three months I've been I've written a lot of stuff in the last uh, two to three months which uh, normally I just put away somewhere but I've got it out to bands this time. Yeah, I like so. it when I see these emails coming into my own inbox see what's coming next. <laughs> and uh, so I've got um, I've got a bit of stuff um you'll see out middle of this year on uh, World's Time. So looking forward to that. Looking cool. forward to some great bands and hopefully playing my stuff. Excellent. So by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks very much, Roddy, for joining me, especially at this ridiculous time in the morning. Um, that's me just about to head out for uh, one of these inspirational walks to see if I can come up with any new melodies, i.e. I'm going to the pub. <laughs> Good man. Well, <laughs> Just I'm just off to off to work, so looking forward to the drive in this morning. It's such a nice morning. Yeah, well, thanks morning again, Roddy. Great listening to your program. Thanks very much. And uh, it's great uh, 
to speak to you in Carradale. That's right, I don't yeah. know, When I was a very young boy, 11, 12 years old, we used to go there. We went on holiday. Uh-huh. Went and stayed with Dr. Flora McCauley, who was a great um, friend of my parents. Right. And, uh, she uh, was well-known in piping circles, of course. That's she right. did a lot of up mean- in our area near Inverness. She used to come in a little convertible Morris Minor with this <laughs> little collie dog would have ripped you to shreds. And you <laughs> but, uh, well, I remember I'm... a small child going to a house overlooking the sea, and uh, it was a wonderful holiday. That's right. A wonderful, wonderful part of Scotland. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm actually going to go to, to the pub and I'm going to speak to a few few of the older generation that regularly go there, and they, they very, very, very often bring her name up as well. Uh, quite a character and uh, we're actually going to play a track from Gordon Duncan a little bit later on um, which is him playing Alan McDonald's tune uh, that he wrote for Dr Flora Macaulay of Caradale. Great piece of music. Yeah. Well we're going to play out with a track from yourself Roddy. If you could choose a track from your own solo album uh, Good Drying what would that be? Oh something really traditional Scottish I suppose Il Paco Grande. (laughs) <laughs> Here we go, Roddy McDonald with El Paco Grande.
El Paco Grande from Roddy McDonald, who was my guest on this week's Planet Pipe podcast. And as we were speaking of Gordon Duncan and Dr. Flora Macaulay, let's hear Gordon himself. This is from a CD called Just for Gordon. Uh, it's a collection of various recordings from archives and radio broadcasts of Gordon's playing. And here he is with a set of checks featuring the tune Dr. Flora Macaulay of Caradale.
The Handshaker finishing off a set of tunes from Gordon Duncan. That brings us to the end of this week's Planet Pipe podcast. Be sure to check out our sponsors, the National Piping Centre, www.thepipingcentre.co.uk and check out all the links to products that are on our homepage. Time to play out with a track from a great new CD which is available online. The artist is Duncan Lyle. He's a great bass player who has played with uh, many great bands and done session work for many great piping albums as well. This is his own project, which comes from a New Voices, and New Voices are special commission pieces that get put together for Celtic Connections Festival, uh, which takes place in Glasgow every January. And Duncan did one of these a few years ago, and I got the chance to revisit it again this year and also record this great album. The piping on it um, is done by Ali Hutton, as is a lot of the whistle-playing and guitar-playing, and Ali's a fantastic musician. And this is a track from the CD, and it's called Hope. Please get in touch with us, studio at planetpipe.com, let us know what you think, if there's anything you want to hear, anyone you want us to speak to, anything you want to do, uh, or even if you've only if you've got your own tracks that you'd like to send in, please do send in tracks and we can give them a spin. Studio at Planet Pipe, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at LornMcD, L-O-R-N-E-M-A-C-D, and I'll leave you with Duncan and featuring Ali Hutton on Pipes, and see you in another two weeks' time for another Planet Pipe podcast with an archive show in between.
You're listening to the Planet Pipe Podcast with Lorne McDougall, presenting you the best music from the international piping scene. Email your request to studio at planetpipe.com. 